Yo. Stormy J. Bragg, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. Yeah, boy, you know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe, so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I myself, Jay Prague, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their music, their artistry, their personal life, and of course, we got to play that new music before the end of the show. Today, we've got another special guest on the phone lines right now, hailing all the way from Washington, D.C., my man Kareem the Dream is on the phone lines. What's going on, Kareem? Jay Pratt, good to be here, man. Thank you for having me. Man, my pleasure, my pleasure, brother. Got the new single, I Can't Sleep. It's one of them. <laughs> yeah, one of them. One of them. <laughs> it was one the only the one that, that I could play on the radio. <laughs> and we're going to play it a little later on, of course, in the show. And, of course, I'm going to give you some feedback of what I thought about the record, of course, too, as a fan of music. Um, so we'll get into that, but before we dive into that i like to open up with you know my listeners getting to find out a little more about the artist so did you grow up in washington dc i did not i landed here when i was about uh, 17 years old okay grew up um in saudi arabia so I, i'm originally from cairo egypt land of the pyramids egypt. and uh, grew up in the middle east my whole life and then i i ended up in dc when i was about 17 and been here ever since and i try to go back once a year and visit the family but this is where i'm at now okay how you like in washington dc since being there i mean you, you gotta love where you are right <laughs> wherever wherever you are there you are great that, answer. that's the way i look at it great answer by the way <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, all right, growing up, uh, you know, in Egypt and then transitioning here to Washington, D.C., what got you involved into music? How did how did music start up for you? So, you know, I, I can take you way back. Um, I remember I was in, in the third grade. I had a, I was in an Arabic school and music was kind of I don't know if illegal is the right word, but I listened to a lot of Arabic music and this kid slipped me a tape 
back when people had tapes mm-hmm. that had the number two and the letters PAC on it. Tupac, Tupac. Yeah. At the time, I thought it had something to do with Pac-Man, right? I was just like, <laughs> I, I've never heard of hip hop. I never heard of rap. I mean, it wasn't the music I grew up around. Um, but I heard that and it was just, you know, I was bobbing my head and started to move into it. Didn't really understand all the words because I was still, you know, in, in Arabic schooling. Um, but it, it, I heard him cuss a few times and I was like, damn, people can cuss some music. <laughs> and it, it, it opened my horizons a little bit, but that was a snippet, right? I was still really young. Third grade kind of died out at that point. Okay. Fa- fast forward a little bit. Um, in, in high school, um, I picked up the guitar and I started playing guitar and, and that's where I started really exploring with music and just getting into music in general. And I still play the guitar. It's, you know, it's, it's an extension of the mind to the fingertips and it, you know, it, it, it feels good to be able to vibe with the vibrations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what got me into hip hop is I had, you know, one of my real good friends in Egypt, um, this, this cat AZ. And he created a group back in the day that was called the Pharaoh Thugs. And they would, you know, just spit hip hop and and do their own thing. And I was in his car one time and he usually just blasted a whole lot of Wu-Tang. And he put on this one song that him and his boys made. And it mentioned me and my brother by name and, you know, all the silly stuff we did as kids. And I was just like, whoa, like if if one of my boys can can do something like that. I remember that that day I went back and wrote my first verse. And I'm sure if I look at it now, I'll say, you know, it was a terrible verse, but (laughs) it was it was the first time that I really got into it. And I said, hey, let let me explore this. Um, But again, life got in the way. And in in the Middle East, right, hip hop has gotten a lot bigger over the years. Mm -hmm. But when I was growing up. Um, it, it just wasn't at the critical mass that it has at a global scale. literally impacted everyone. Um, so when I came to DC, I used to while out, you know, I, I was in Saudi Arabia where it's so conservative and everything is, is closed down. So when I came here, you know, everything was available. Um, and I'd, I'd go out, you know, get, have a few drinks, find just a crew that's standing in the street, go up to them and be like, Hey man, you guys like hip hop? Um, typical answer is yes. And then I'll just be like, Hey, give me a few words and I'll start freestyling. Mm. And the only problem is I can only do that when I'm drunk. (laughs) So, (laughs) so I I sound really good and I think they're drunk too. So they think I sound good when I do it, but that's how it all really started. Um, and then it, it stayed dormant for a long time. I mean, I, I, I dibble dabble here and there, but I've always been a fan. I've always listened to the music, right? I love the culture. I love you know, the politics of it and it's taking a different direction now, I think, but um, I'd say the golden era was very political and talked about a lot of the, the real stuff that's happening in the world. Yeah. Um, and I think that had a big impact on me. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Now talk to us about the Eastern and Western cultures you're bridging together, like bringing together. You know, I've, I've, I've taken the best of both worlds. So I think one of the, things Jay that I think about is the world is a book and if you don't travel you're reading one page in that book over and over again and it becomes reinforced as this is the proper way right Um, so anybody that grew up in the Middle East their entire life they have a totally different opinion 
anybody that grew up, say, even between East and West here, right? Someone that grew up in New York versus yeah. someone in California. Yeah. There's just that cultural difference. So I've had the benefit of, of being able to interlink those two. Um, and, and, you know, it, I can't point to a specific thing, but I know that I've picked up from both the cultures and been able to incorporate that into myself as a person, right? And take the best out of both, leave out the stuff I don't like and formulate, you know, hopefully what will become a great person down the road and make my mama and my papa proud. What would you say you appreciate most about hip hop? The rawness. I mean, I, I think, again, I, I think it's taken a different direction now and it's gotten very melodic. Uh, but I, I love the wordplay, the lyrical aspects, the political aspects. You know, when you listen to some of the stuff that, that Pac used to say, um, and just just the, the, the general struggle that I feel like, you know, as an outsider from the States, that black America um, get, gets treated unfairly in, in this country. And it's, it's been happening for so long. Um, and I, one of the tracks that I had recently is, is called Two Shots in the Dark. And it's all about, you know, police brutality and, and everything that's happening, frankly, that's been happening for so long. And only now that people have cell phones and are able to capture it, it's getting the attention that it deserved a long time ago. So I really think what I love is is the rawness. Um, I'm not big on the the melodic stuff, um, and I think that's just you know you're a subject of your environment and and kind of how you appreciated the art. Um, so it really is wordplay, clever lyricism, MCs, and people that make you think. You know that that really get you to think about social issues that are real and raw. So how would you say it is being a hip hop artist as, you know, an Egyptian, somebody who with Middle Eastern background? Like, how would you say that you're making that, I guess, work or getting people to see your vision? So I, I see it that, you know, humanity is all one and we've kind of strayed from that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, one of the first songs I made um, and, and I just started recording everything when this pandemic hit, that's when I had time and I decided, you know what, let, let me, let me actually focus on this. First song I made was called we are all one. And the concept of it is imagine yourself going up to the moon and looking down at the earth. All of a sudden, all you see is blue and green and a little white. That's the clouds. You don't see no borders. You don't see no countries. You don't see no cultures. You don't see no traditions. You just see this blue marble in front of you. And we've lost sight of that as humanity. So my, the concept of the song really is, is to remember that we are all connected. We are all part of this universal heartbeat, that great own that's happening at all times. And we neglect it. We fail to, we fail to think about it and we can't blame ourselves for it. We're just stuck in, in the rat race a lot of the times. And you know, you gotta pay your bills. You gotta, you gotta take care of business. And we tend to lose sight of what makes us similar as opposed to what makes us different. So how do you think your background and experiences, you know, you move into the States at the age of 17, um, your international background, how do you feel like these things help you as an artist? I think in one word, it's perspective. 
it, it goes to that same concept of if you're reading one page in a book, all you know is that backyard, right? All you know is what what your norms and your traditions and um, your reality is. But reality is subjective, and it really is something that, depending on which lens you view the world out of, it's a completely different world. Um, you could be in the same city, and you can have you know um, somebody that's going into a Gucci store and buying something, and somebody that's sleeping outside of that Gucci store and they can't buy anything. So I think just having that perspective of the extreme wealth that I saw when I was in Saudi Arabia, there was, you know, princes and children that are riding in Rolls Royces and they don't appreciate the money. They don't appreciate, you know, how this all comes together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I wasn't fortunate enough or maybe I was fortunate enough to not have that kind of lifestyle at a young age. Um, and then coming here and, 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 and seeing a lot of the, the struggle and, and the people that are just outside suffering in the cold in the winter under a bridge living in a tent. Um, I was in D.C. earlier and you just you see it and it, it breaks your heart. Uh, but it really is that international perspective of seeing the extremes of wealth and poverty and how they interact together um, and how we got to come together as a people, man. That's that's how I see it. What would you say is your goal for your style and your sound of music? I'm still experimenting, um, to be honest with you. I mean, I the, the song that, that we're going to play later, I Can't Sleep, that, that was my first ever attempt at uh, a trap beat. So I, I'm more of a fan of the boom bap and old school golden era kind of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my goal at this point, frankly, is, is to find where this voice of the artist takes me. Um, I have a a lot of different flows and a lot of different styles, just depending on the mood of the beat and, and, and what I'm trying to portray. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm still in that mile one of a hundred mile race in the journey of, of myself as an artist. And I couldn't be more excited. Talking to Kareem the Dream right now, Washington, D.C. Uh, got the new single, I Can't Sleep. Um, let me give you a little feedback, what I thought of the record, too, uh, as I stated before. So I thought it was very nice wordplay. Uh, I thought it was a different different vibe, definitely a different sound and vibe. Creative delivery, unorthodox flow and vibe, but the, it actually worked with the simple beat. You know what I'm saying? The simple, uh, simplicity of the beat, I think, worked for this type of record for what you were, like you said, experimenting with. Um, the delivery is very smooth. Uh, I like how you changed up the vibe up on the uh, hook. I thought that was very creative as well. Um, so a lot of good things going on with the record as well, too. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, it it does feel right now, um, you know, I'm going through a transitionary period in my life um, with music, work, family, everything. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes my mind does feel like rush hour traffic in New York streets. It's legitimate. So who inspires you? Who's some of those other artists? I know you said Tupac earlier. Can you name drop a couple of other artists that you kind of came up on or that you, that made you fall in love with hip hop and with music? Yeah. I mean, if, if I can point to the one biggest influence, and I think he's been an influence on frankly, a, a lot of people um, in, in the game right now, it, it would probably be Eminem. Mm, um, okay. because of his wordplay and his lyricism and his ability to be silly, you know, with the, 
Slim Shady kind of stuff, but yeah. then the Marshall Mathers comes out and he hits you to your core and raises the hair on your arms and you listen to something like Lose Yourself or Cleaning Out My Closet yeah. and it just, you know, it, it grabs at your heartstrings. Um, so I think if, if I have to point to one person that had a big influence on me and, you know, my brothers love him and I think a lot of people that are fans of hip hop admire him uh, just because of how great of an MC he is and his wordplay is just stupendous. And I think I put him on his own pedestal. You know, there's a whole argument of um, the goats and this and that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, growing up, Dead Prez, Hieroglyphics, Common, Bob Marley, Lauren Hill, Master Ace. I mean, there's so many, so many incredible influences that have happened. But I would say personally, the one that impacted me the most was was M. Gotcha. Now, what is a recording session like with you? Uh, what, what does that, that process look like? How do you prepare to record? So I'm in and out like a fast food restaurant. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I literally go. Right to it, huh? <laughs> I, I'm ready. I, I go in. I know exactly what I'm trying to accomplish in the session. Um, might be boring, you know, for the producer, but I'm sure he wants to go home, too. Um, but, you know, I go in. I know exactly what, what I'm trying to get done. And, you know, I call it a day. Um, I don't know if that'll change as, as I grow as an artist. Uh, but again, I just started recording um, after the pandemic hit. Um, so I'm still finding out what that's going to mean two, three, five years from now. But I know that, you know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with one, one step at a time. So I'm, I'm just getting started. But right now, it literally is, hey, I'm coming in to do a job. I'm going to get it done, and I'll be out. Now, piggybacking right off of that question, do you have any fears when it comes to recording or performing? I think all human beings have have a a certain fear, you know, um, talking in front of people, no one wants to look silly. But I think once you actually believe what you're saying, and and if you're genuine with it, that fear dissipates quickly. Um, I think nerves are a normal and a healthy part, but I heard Snoop say something a while back that stuck with me. It's don't be nervous, be at their service. And I think that, <laughs> that, that stuck with me. If you really believe what you're doing, um, you, yeah, the, the jitters, that's normal, but that goes away if you're genuine and you're real. Now we spoke a little bit about, you know, the, 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 I guess the temperature uh, of, of today's music and the melodic vibes going on a lot more now versus back in the day when you most, re- I guess, when you first got involved or, or found hip hop. So how do you feel ultimately about the climate of today's music and the artists, like overall? So I think it's, it's, it's evolving. Um, and I don't know if, if that's a good or a bad thing. I think it's just change. <laughs> and, you know, the, the only constant is change in life. Um, my personal opinion is obviously biased, right? Because I, I didn't grow up with that kind of sound being mm-hmm. what's hot and what people loved. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because you can have someone that listens to one track and they're like, Ooh, this is fire. This is so good. And I listen to it and I'm like, he's mumbling, man. I can't, I can't even understand a word that was just said in that song. So I can't, I, I don't get the message. And I think there's a difference between hearing music and listening to the music, right? Mm. Um, so I think that's 
it's changing. I can't cast my own judgment on it and say, oh, this sucks or this doesn't suck. Um, but, you know, there, there, there's people that do it in a, in a classy way. Someone like J. Cole, right, that incorporates the melodic aspects but still has really solid bars and actually makes you think and yeah. and feel the vibe um, as opposed to, I won't mention any names. I don't want to. I don't want to start <laughs> <laughs> nothing. But um, yeah, I mean, I got you. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, def <laughs> I definitely dig what you're saying. I mean, you know, you feel like okay to play with it a little bit here and there is like cool. But if you drowning it out, drowning out yourself in it, you mm -hmm. know, and and the art and the listener can't really hear what you're saying and can't, you know, I guess vibe to it like you would want them to. And, and, you know, it, it could also be that I just don't listen to enough stuff that's auto-tuned that mm -hmm. my brain isn't on that frequency, right? Yeah. Maybe if I if I listen to it uh, for a long time on repeat, I'll, I'll appreciate it a little bit more. But I think everything is auto-tuned now, and we need to go, you know, um, slow down a little and, and hear the, the real rawness of, of the voice as opposed to a computerized voice coming out at you. But that's just that's just how I see it. Yeah, I can tell you're very authentic when it comes to the culture and the hip hop and how you came up on it and how you were introduced to it. Well, I think most people, you know, from my my generation and, and most likely yours, too, yeah. Um, yeah. have similar similar feelings. But, you know, you ask a younger cat that they'll, they'll look at us like we're old heads and we're fools and <laughs> we just can't appreciate um, what real music is. And I think that's just part of it. Yeah. I also think it's generational, too. You know, um, mm -hmm. I, you know, so and and I'm one that can appreciate all genres, all styles, because I'm an artist. I come from an artist background. So, you know, I feel like the the it's really in the eye of the beholder or the listener uh, when it when it comes to creativity, someone's artwork, someone's art. One hundred percent. Do you think that that changes how you approach creating music, though, the today's climate and, and temperature of music? It does. I mean, the, the, the song, I can't sleep. Uh, like I said, it was the first ever trap beat that I, I tried to dabble with. Um, you know, everything else that I usually work with is, is more of that, uh, slower BPM, um, more boom bap kind of style that that's, that's where I feel most, most comfortable, but I'm trying to experiment. Right. And I'm trying to grow as an artist myself and experiment with it. I can't see myself going, full T-Pain and just, you know, having <laughs> um, auto-tune all the way through a song. But there's no shame in experimenting and growing. I think, again, it's it's evolving and it's changing. And you, you, you got you to gotta keep, keep up with the flow and the times. But you still got to stay genuine to what you actually like and, um, and, and, and keep growing yourself. But don't sell yourself out just to try to make a quick buck, you know? So as an artist, what's most important to you when it comes to releasing your music and your projects? That people hear it. <laughs> I, I, I'll reframe that because I, I'm an artist that's literally just starting. Um, you know, had, had COVID not hit, I don't think I would have had the self-reflection time to sit down and say, hey, you know, I, let, let, me, let me take a stab at this. So when COVID hit, I got a copy of Logic Pro and, you know, I, I taught myself the basics. By no means am I an expert in it. But I made, um, I, I set out to create my first album in 2020. And, and that's exactly what I did. 
um, I put out my first album, The Dream. And my goal right now is, is to get people to hear it because when you're starting out and no one knows you, you've got something to prove. And that's just human nature. You want to be recognized if, if you actually believe in yourself. Um, and one of my biggest things is I never cared for social media, never had an Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, never cared for any of that, you know. And now I realize that it works to my detriment because everybody's on social media, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> so so I, I missed out on that. I was too busy doing other things. Um, and now it's I, I got to play catch up. Yeah, definitely gotta uh, build up those social media presence. Those build up the content. That's that's content is king right now. Everything's streaming. Everything's online. Everything's viral. One hundred percent. So, what would you say uh, is up and coming for you? What's on the verge for for you uh, as far as your music? Any visuals? My listeners should be on the lookout for any new singles off the project that you know they should be definitely checking out for. Yeah, I mean, I encourage everybody to go check out Two Shots in the Dark. Um, that I, I released that recently. When when we were going to have this interview, I was asked, hey, give us a Radio Ready song, and I, I just, that one is not Radio Ready. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not clean or edited, but I think it, it, it expresses how I feel about a lot of what's going on, um, you know, especially in police brutality exists globally. It's not just an American phenomenon, and it usually yeah. targets poor people. That's I mean, it's something that... Um, rich people get away with whatever they want, and that that paradigm doesn't shift no matter where you want yeah. in the world. Yeah. In America, they know how to hide it under paperwork and files, and and you know sweep it under the rug. But it's there, and I think what's happened in the last year, or last couple of years, has has really brought it to a surface, and now it's 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 visible and it's ugly. Um, but next year you know one of my plans is to try to get out and make a, a couple of music videos put my face to the music um i finished shooting a video recently for one of my i'd say it's a chill hip-hop kind of vibe uh, track called walking through the clouds about how music is a universal language and it's a universal energy that just feeds all beings um so i just shot a video for that and i'll be putting that on my youtube um but again, my, my goal for next year is to shoot at least three to four more videos um, and get a face to the name um, because you may not think that I look the way I look after you hear my music. <laughs> Talking to my man Kareem the Dream right now, Washington, D.C., on the phone lines right now. Um, let me ask you one more question before we get into the the single and I let you introduce the single. Um, what's your give back now, now being an artist, how do you plan to inspire now that you're, you're getting into the music side? Um, you, you definitely seem to have a passion. Uh, you studied the culture and the craft, like what's your give back on the other end? Once you build up the music platforms. It's a good question. I, I haven't thought that far. If I, if I can be completely frank with you, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think, Everybody would tell you kind of the ideal, oh, I'm going to help the community. I just don't know how yet because I don't have the means um, to do it. My immediate goal um, or my long-term goal is, is to be able to give back to my immediate family, my, my father, my mother, and, and be able to take care of them as they age and grow. Mm -hmm. um, I think a couple of years from now, that question would be more appropriate because I would have a little bit more of a sense of direction. Um, but 
I, I'd love to help in any way I can. I just don't know how at this stage. Um, and I, I'm still getting, getting my feet under me and, and building a, a, a foundation, you know, in Egypt, we build pyramids and you got to have a solid foundation before yes, you start sir. building up. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. I like how you did that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, give me your social media real quick so all our listeners can follow you. So they can find me on Kareem, K-A-R-I-M-T-H-A, The Dreamer, because someone stole Kareem the Dream on Instagram. So you can find me at Kareem the Dreamer. Um, and then just go to YouTube, type in Kareem, T-H-A, Dream, um, and, and I should be pulling up. You'll find my Spotify on there. You'll find, you know, all this stuff. I'm trying to get more active on social media, but I'm starting from scratch at a later age. Uh, but look up Kareem, K-A-R-I-M-T-H-A-D-R-E-A-M, and you will find me. There it is, my man Kareem the Dream. Go ahead, introduce the new single for the people. So the new single is my first trap track. It's a song called I Can't Sleep. And the story behind it is, you know, I, I just started my musical journey quite recently, or took it seriously quite recently. Um, and... I literally woke up at 3 a.m. in the morning. And, you know, Jay, as, as an entrepreneur on, on your side, you've probably had sleepless nights where your mind is just racing and pacing and you got a million and one ideas combating each other and, you know, keep you up at night. And that's the whole concept of the track is just when you got ambition and hustle and drive and your mind is racing and pacing, it feels like your mind is rush hour traffic in New York streets. Right. I had a buddy tell me I should make it Cairo streets because, you know, I should represent Egypt. But I feel like uh, people vibe with New York streets and they understand all the buzzing and hiving and, and beeping and screaming that happens in the streets of New York. So this song really is about hustle, drive and how that can keep a man awake at night um, when they got so much, you know, that, that they're after. There it is. You heard it from my man Kareem the Dream. Turn it up right here. I can't sleep on the bandwagon radio. Let's go. Lately, I can't sleep. Tossing, turning sheets. Yeah, I got these dreams. Don't wake me up at 3 a.m. I'm counting sheep. I'm feeling like a fiend. Swear to God, I'm clean. I'm just OCD. I'm focused on my goals. Like you would not believe. Can't wait to get that go. And house up on the beach. Mama, here's the key. Let me make you tea. On the cheek, then I gotta leave. Hop up on a plane, flying overseas, sipping on champagne. In this first class seat, my girl, she blow my phone up. She must think I ignore her. But babe, I'm trying to blow up, so let me work in peace. My mind is a shower, traffic on New York streets. I can't sleep, I can't sleep, I can't sleep. So don't you sleep on me. I got a lot on my mind all the time. These plots, these schemes, don't never let me sleep. No rest for the wicked. I guess I'm over ambitious. I'm focused in on this vision. A little stress, but who isn't? Focused on building the life you wish that you lived in. The life you want for your children. So sacrifices are given. My mind is a hurricane, cause I'm always brainstorming things. Pouring over these verses and choruses and laying some vocals in. Like a punch to the kidneys, it's red when I pee. But I guess that's just what happens when all I eat are these beats. Won't stop till I'm ballin' or fallin' dead of exhaustion. I'm always on like the phone inside of your pocket. I never sleep. My mind is 
shower, traffic on New York streets. I can't sleep, I can't sleep, I can't sleep. So don't you sleep on me, don't you sleep on me, don't you sleep on me, don't you sleep on me. I like the better nails with barbed wire pillows on concrete.